Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Brachas, Daf Mem Hey, and that was how to print. And we're going to talk about two things today. The Reboy of Tefillah of Chana, which is a Peladic of Gemara, very hard to understand, and I would love to hear what you have to say about it, um, as well as the um, Mitzvah of Ne'ilah, which uh, we'll talk about. It's not just for Yom Kippur. Um, some very interesting Gemaras. Okay, so let's first start with the first Gemara. Rabbi Yochanan says, why is um, Babel called Tzula, the deep place? Shesham Tzalu Mesei Daramabal. That's where the Daramabal went. And um, I want to start off with this because I, I think that it ties into the Gemara afterwards. It talks about Chana as well. Um, and then it says, there are many other Pshatim. Why is it called Shinar? Shesham Naru Mesei Daramabal. That's where they went. And also, Shem Mesem Betashnuk, they die in anguish. Below Nair of Low Merchatz. It was a very poor place bubble. Davaracher Shinar, Shayu Menurim in Amitzvah. The citizens were bereft of Mitzvah. Below Truma of Low Meister, they had no Truma Meister like the Jews who lived in Eretz So you see, there's a Sechus there of Torah and Mitzvah that keeps people alive longer, which the Mepharshim say. Davaracher Shinar, Shashara Mesem Narim. Because its princes die as youths, people die young because they lack the Sechus of Torah, um, which is a very fascinating thing. What does that mean? Um, Rashi, uh, sorry, even the Bavli in Brachos, the Amanalov talks about this idea that the merit of living in Eretz Yisrael, Laman Yerba is mostly there. And the Marzav and Bracious Rabbah in the same Medrash, remember we said there's a correlation between Medrash Rabbah and Yerushalmi's um, Agadita, says, Sar Nar. It means their, their princes die young. And um, even the scholars in, in Babel die young because they lack the Zechus of, of Eretz Yisrael, which is a Peladic thing. Okay, so I want to just say a couple of horrors. First of all, um, in the Pasuk that says, Gam um, Bavel Linpol Chalei Yisrael, Gam Labavel Naflu Chalei Kala Aretz. So it's interesting that the people died, um, the Mese um, of the Mabel ended up in Bavel because Bavel caused pain to the Jewish people. Now that that's Al Shema Asa, just realized that's in the future they're going to do that. So there's something, you see there's something intrinsically um, hurtful and evil, so to speak, about about this place. So I want to just say a couple of things. First of all, the Babli Msachim Pizayin Mabez, and this is brought down by the goddess Leo, this cross-reference, it says that why did, why were the Jews sent to Babel? Shashikram Mabez Imam. They were sent back to their mother's house. Mepharshim explained different things. So that's where the Avos came from. The Imos came from, from those cities. So what do you see? You see that Babel was the lowest point. Obviously, that's why the bodies went there, even on the map, which again, this is talking about... Um, Mesopotamia. It's not talking about present-day Iraq, but uh, where Bavel was back then was the was in fact and is is even nowadays the lowest point of the of the earth in that in that vicinity. So obviously the bodies um, from the midbar from the sorry from the Mabel are going to go there. But what do you see? You see there's an element that you're going back to the mother, and it's interesting that that's where so much Torah was developed as well. Shmabidi Musar Avicha, and Chazal say that a person only acquires in Torah when he throws back. Um, when he's able to be makey allowed to 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 reject the, all the um, all the things that his mother gives him for personal pleasures, and the Agadosayo says that's why it means that man, their manure mikoltov that what's the greatest pleasures people have to have light and to be able to take you know baths. So the fact that they're missing ner and merchatz means that it was a place of of subjugation of the body where the body wasn't. Um, uh, you know, being pampered. So that's the best place for Torah, and that's that's why it goes back to their mother, um, because that, the, the mother is the rechem, the rachem, the, the the mercy that that could hold everyone even when they sin, um, even when the Jews do the wrong thing, so to speak. So there's a lot of different rumazim there, um, as far as why Bavel was the lowest point. That it's kind of the mother of the world. We talked about this when we started Bavi and Yerushalmi. That Chazal say that um, Adam was created from Bavel and um, and Eretz Yisrael. 
Ian Chum, we had a whole shtickle on that, which is very interesting about what came from where and what that means, the heart um, versus the head, etc. Um, okay, so let's move on. So I, I think that has to do with a little bit of what to do with Hana, but let's see. Because Hana was a mother and she was asking for a lot of mercy. So first thing more it says, Rev Levi says, that when you uh, are Marba and Fila, you're answered. So um, th- that's the simple understanding that we always talk about because the Gemara is asking what's Ne'ila and Ne'ila is something that I mentioned before. Um, it's something that's added on Yom Kippur probably most famously, but it's also added for Tainios and Mamados um, in the olden days. That's during public fast days, etc. So that, that was the time. Nowadays, it's only added once a year for, for Yom Kippur, which we'll get to a couple of hours on that. So anyway, then the Mechal Pashitasa to Levi. There's a view that there's a contradiction in Rav Levi because Rav Ababar Puppy in the name of Yeshua, the name of Rav Levi says, Moser, Achlam Don't that the word of the lips only detracts. What does that mean? Chanab is a peldic gemara. Ayadesha rebes betfila. Since she was, uh, she davened so profusely. She ended up cutting down the uh, the life of Shmuel. Shmuel we know died at age fifty-two. Now let me just zoom out for a minute. What does this even mean? It's peldic. How can you say such a thing? What does that mean? That she pushed Hashem, so, so to speak, too much? Okay, so I want to zoom out and say a couple of ha'aras. So one of them is that um, I, I always used to understand this Gemara, but, and I've looked up this Gemara many, many times because it bothered me for a long time since I saw it brought down in the Rishonim in, in Bavli, um, in Brachos. And what does this mean? That she, since she was Marva Betfila, she caused his life to be shortened. So I used to think that the Gemara brings a riot because it says that he lived on Olam forever, which is the Olam of Nevi'im, which is Olam for Levi'im, which is 50 years, and he came when he was two, so he died at 52. That's not what it's actually saying. It's actually saying that her words actually caused it. Sha'amra, she said, Vayashasham Ad Olam, that she davened, and wasn't even seemingly part of her tefillah, she said to her husband he should be there for a lifetime, at Olam. And it says, what's the Olam of a, a Levi? He, he serves for 50 years. So it was because she was Marva Vitfila. Okay. So, a couple of different things I want to say. First of all, I don't know if everyone agrees with this, that there's such a thing as being Marva Vitfila. But I just want to say that we know Chazal say, specifically by Moshe Rabbeinu, that um, that Moshe was told, Vaschanan, don't daven that 500... You dive in 515 times, but if you do it one more time, then I'm going to have to answer you, but it's not good for you. I don't know what that means, but it could be it's the same thing here. I know a family, I'm not going to say their name, even though it's a famous story, and it's not a tie on anyone, and there's a little bit of a different angle here, but I know a family that, I know, of, I've heard of a couple of stories, I know this one personally because I heard it from people who know who know the story personally, but basically, they were not able to have a son, and they really wanted a son, and they asked her Moshe for a bracha, and um, this finally, they, they pushed her Moshe for a long time to get this bracha, and they got the bracha, and they had a son. Um, shortly after. And um, this son died right when Ramosha died. So people said that that, that Ramosha's Tfilos were, were keeping the son alive, even though he didn't really want. You know, but the, even though in Shemayim it wasn't necessarily something that was Nixar. I don't know what these things mean, that a tzaddik is Gozer and Hashem is Mekayim, and what that means, and that you, that person needs this list or they don't need this list. I have no idea what these things mean. But there's some element here. And I want to just share a couple of ours, and then we'll finish off regarding Ne'ilah. So, um, the Agadah brings down a couple things. One thing he says is that perhaps this is only a din of not to be marba v'tfila for banim. Now, what does that mean? He says because banim is in a different it's in a different place. The Gemara Moikat and Davchas and also the Zohar Chelik Beis Vavam and Aleph says that it's not la b'schusetaya el b'mazel. It's only tali on mazel. Uh, the way I understand this based on Armachal is that Hashem created a certain amount of Kiddush Shemayim that has to come out of this world, and therefore some people in this Gilgal that they're in right now, they're not Nigzor, they should have children, even though they might have had another Gilgalim, etc. Um, but anyway, so it's it's literally Mazel, and so therefore a person shouldn't push too far. And so that's what he says. So when it comes to um, 
davening and something that's telling on your zechus. So the more you daven, the more zechus you have. The the Mabit um, writes in a beautiful thing that the Gemara says, and the Babli says in Brachos that if a person sees that his tools are not answer, what should he do? Yasser Yispali, he should daven again. So the Gra says, so the Kasha is, what do you mean? I just daven. I wasn't answered. Daven again. What does that mean? So the Gra says that there's a sod here of, of, of uh, Chazar Sashatz, that it means he should listen. There's an extra thing that there's Chachma is to say it once, Bina is to say it twice. Beautiful, beautiful things about what the point of Chazar Sashatz is. But the Mabit just says that the purpose of davening isn't to tell Hashem what you need. He knows what you need. It's to tell you that you need Hashem. So Mela, if you daven once and you weren't answered, then maybe you can be Zoha more if you if you connect to Hashem more and understand that Hashem is one that provides. Obviously, I heard a beautiful part, and I've said this many times. Hashem always gives us three answers. Either he says, yes, okay, you're going to get what you're asking for, it's good for you, and it's what you're going to get. Or he says, not yet. Or he says, I have something better. Beautiful, beautiful thought if you think about what that means. Anyway, so that maybe it's um, specifically there because it says... Um, Chazal say also call Marbet Devarim maybe Chait and Barov Devarim Leyachdal Pesha and Mishlei Parak Yud Pasuk Yud Tes. So you see this concept of not being Marbet. But then he says another pshat, which I'm elaborating on a little bit, but I, I believe that it's mostly his pshat. But I, I also believe this might be true, and that is that Chazal say the Gemara Brachos um, Bavli Daf Lamed Aleph when it talks about Chana. So it says that she was a little bit disrespectful. She said, Rabbi Shalom, you you created these breasts in order to feed an ant, a feed of a, a child. You created this stomach and this womb so that I could have a baby inside. And she also said to Hashem that if you don't give it to me, Beheter, but I'm going to force you to give it to me, I'll make myself a sota. And perhaps it could be that maybe she was punished for saying those things. Because in a Hanami, yes, she kind of used the formula to push, but maybe perhaps there was a certain lack of Derek Hartz. And again, I'm not, this is not my shot. I believe that that's what he's saying, that that, that there was a Marba Betachnurim in a forceful way that that maybe perhaps wasn't wasn't something that should have been done. Now again, Hannah was one of the Shiva Nevios, so I don't know exactly where we draw the line. And she also, I'll tell you a beautiful part, which is that when she um, she davens for the son, and finally Shmuel is born, and she names him Shmuel, there was a Navua that, that said that, that uh, a prophet was going to be born, his name was going to be Shmuel, everyone named their kid Shmuel, the Medrash Shmuel says, and so Shmuel grew up, and he goes to Eli, and he poskins, he's more halach of Nehrabu, that you don't need a coin to shacht, and Eli says, kill him. So Hannah had brought him up, and she starts crying, please save him. So he says, I'll give you someone who's better. So she says back to him, Al-Anar hazeh hispalalti. A Rebbe, it's mochel, kvoto, kvoto mochel, I daven for this kid, be mochel him. And so Eli was mochel him, so he was spared. So to a certain degree, he wasn't even um, he wasn't even considered alive. There was so much bitalayesh in Shmuel's life. We know he brought the first king, Shal, and Shal, the gaiva, um, and they're not listening, uh, uh, that all Hashem wants is for you to listen, that's what destroyed his melucha, which is why it was shal, it was borrowed the entire time, and David had to take over, the ultimate on of Shiach, etc., Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David, there's too much regas there that are going on with shal and David, do it. So, um, one shot is that when she said, he said, I want to, I'm going to, he's more, he was more Allah of Neirab, and he has to die, so, um, so one shot is that, he said, I'll give you someone better. So she said, no, 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 I asked for a normal kid. I said specifically, Zara Anashim, I want someone normal. So Al-Nar Hazes Palalti, I wanted this balanced kid. He's not too smart, he's not too tall, he's not too short, not too dumb, etc. So that's a shot. But there's something even more beautiful. And that is that for 19 years, she was not Kara, as I'll say the measure says. And so when he said, I'll give you someone better, Hana said something so beautiful. She said, you can't give me anyone better. Al-Nar Hazes Palalti, I put in 19 years of tefillah into this child. There is no one better than him. Even if you give me another one, it's not the same madrega as the 19 years of a mother's tefillah. Beautiful, beautiful words. You think about that. Beautiful words. So that's Alanara's Hespalalti and Mamish Hespalalti over and over again. So I don't know exactly what this means and it needs a better Hesber and if you have a good shot, I'm happy to hear it. I don't have a full way of explaining because normally we say that Kolomarba Tefillah is better. But anyway, um, certainly Kolomarba L'Safir, Siyas Nisraim, 
<laughs> you know, it's a praise Hashem is definitely allowed, but maybe there's something about children specifically, or maybe there's something about being chutzpah to Hashem, which is dangerous territory. That's those are the best pshatim that I've seen. The last thing is that the Gemara is talking about Ne'ilah. This is in the context of Ne'ilah. The Gemara says a couple of interesting things. Is this Ne'ilah's sharm of, of of the heavenly gates when the day is ending? Is that when Ne'ilah is, or is this Ne'ilah shari hechal? So it's a famous machlokas in the Bali as well. So the Gemara gives a couple of different answers, and one of the pshatim is that it's actually that you should start Ne'ilah um, for Ne'ilah sharm of the base of Migdash during the daytime, and also because they had to duchen then. And there's a whole famous Maram Rutenberg over here who says specifically that Dukhani should take place during the day, and that's the Rai of the Gemara Ayin Sham, you'll see. But the Gemara says that um, that he would he would start with the time that they were closing the gates in the basement, which was daytime, and then he would finish the Elah in the time that um, which was nighttime, which seems to be our Minag. Um, there's a lot to be said on this. There's Mishabura in 623 too in our Ayin Sham, you'll see it. Interesting Mishabura that he explains why we do what we do, which makes a lot of sense. But um, the last thing that I want to leave off with is that the Gemara says what maybe uh, Ne'ilah will take the place of Marif, which would be great because if you're diving Ne'ilah and you don't have to do Marif, then um, you know then, then the fast be, the Yom Kippur will be over a lot faster. So the Gemara says no. A couple of reasons why. One of them is that you dive, it's only seven brachas, so how could you replace it with with the Shmon Esrei that's required? So it says well maybe maybe because it's Shas of the Chak or so therefore, Chazal were more makel, and then it says, well, what about Havdalah? You have to do on Matzah Yom Kippur, um, which, by the way, doesn't necessarily explain the Mahmudos, etc. But anyway, um, so it says, it's, the Gemara leaves off seemingly that we don't rely on that, we have to dive in Ni'ilah. But you see that people were in a rush to get out of Shul, even at the time of the Yerushalmi, 2,000 years ago. Anyway, I, there was a lot of stuff there. I hope it wasn't too quick, but I would love to hear your Ha'aras and your thoughts as well. Have a great day.